Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome back to another episode of A Villa Theory. I'm CJ, and I'm joined again today with my wife, by my wife, Nicole. And uh, we are recording this episode after a long hiatus. Oh, man, it's been a long time. I know. We, we had to look it up, actually. We That's, were slacking. It's pretty bad. I think that the pandemic really caught up with us, and yeah, we just, life got away from us. It totally did. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of other stuff that's been going on. So many things. We have so many things to tell you, and we uh, are excited for you to join us. Um, one of the things was a new, small, furry animal. Oh boy. So much work. So much. I so much somehow to say. I convinced CJ to let the family get a dog. I know. I know. You're on the floor right now. You can't uh, believe it either. I couldn't I still it can't believe it. It was a weak moment, but it's, it happened. Yeah. And so he's been in our in our house. He's been alive for five months, but he's been in our house for about three of those months. Mm-hmm. And we are surviving. But we will do a whole episode on that. Um, right now, we can tell you his name is Stanley. Stanley, the standard poodle. He's a standard poodle. But I definitely want to talk about how we came to the decision to get a dog mm-hmm. and how we picked the dog and all the research we did mm-hmm. and how it's been going. Um, but we have so many other things we can talk so about. So many before. other things to tell you. <laughs> so that's a nice little lead or trailer into mm-hmm. a future episode. Oh, trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love a little it. teaser, mm-hmm. teaser. Yes. So today we we want to go back in time and tell you about traveling during COVID. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, it's been exactly a year mm-hmm. since the whole shutdown happened. Yep. Here in the United States, especially yep. here in Nevada. Um, and so things have changed dramatically. Um, I do remember a year ago, we were very unsure of this virus. We were staying home as much as possible, which we still are, but um, we go out a lot more than we used to. Mm-hmm. And we barely owned a mask. Yep. And we were washing down our groceries. And we were, we were just, yeah, we were just very uncertain. And so, by the time we were ready to travel, it wasn't until October. Mm-hmm. And at that point, um, we were just kind of considering all of our options in terms of like what would make us feel safe traveling with kids. Mm-hmm. And we pretty quickly decided we weren't ready to fly. Yeah. Would you agree? Totally. Yeah. yeah. And it like knowing how quickly it spread on cruises, mm-hmm. it made me feel like being on an airplane with people from lots of different regions was unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, or it was just like a, a risk that we didn't need to take. Yeah. There's tons of epic, awesome places to go that are right around where we live. Really? Like within driving distance, <laughs> right? Like so. within like a day's driving distance, there's yeah. a ton of places. Yeah. And so... I wish there were more though. There could be more. Yeah. For sure. I, I definitely wish. I feel like you could go west and you find some things, but you go east and you don't, you don't find a whole lot. But anyway, so we started brainstorming, okay, where could we drive to? And still at that point, I remember thinking that staying at a hotel was a little iffy. Mm-hmm. So we thought, okay, maybe we should look at Airbnbs, try to find somewhere. And... Um, I don't, I kind of remember driving down the road with you and we saw like 
an RV or a trailer, and we were like, we should try that someday. Yeah, neither of us had ever stayed in a – well, I had never stayed in a trailer. You yeah, had before. Have, yeah. You were an old pro. Oh, yeah, totally. At trailer camping. Yeah, I definitely did a bunch of RV camping um, with my papa when I was in high school on the East Coast. We even went to Prince Edward Island in Canada. Ooh. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then I have stayed – I stayed in an RV with my dad. We went to Mexico when I was also in high school. Which was really cool. We stayed on the beach. Um, And then actually with Maddie, I've stayed with her parents in a trailer. We went to Topaz Lake. So I've I've, had a little bit of experience. I wasn't, it wasn't brand new to me, which I think helped our combined confidence level of doing this. And so I kind of mentioned, I heard you could rent these things. Mm -hmm. Would you be interested in it? And I think you, you got on board pretty quick. Yeah. I I was down to try it. I was open to trying it. It's usually the way things happen between us, right? CJ being the dreamer, (laughs) I can convince him of pretty much anything. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. We'll do that someday. And then 30 minutes later, I'm on some website like, look, I found a trailer. (laughs) We can rent it. What do you think? CJ's like, oh, we're really doing this? Yeah. It's not like someday. This is like next weekend. This is actually happening? I was like, yeah, I booked it. So (laughs) (laughs) we, um, I found a few different websites that like there were local um, RV trailer places Mm -hmm. and you could also, like they sold them and you could also rent some. They were very pricey. And so I researched a little bit more and I found this website called Outdoorsy and it is very similar to Airbnb. And Mm -hmm. so it is just... It's trailer owners... Yes. ...who want to temporarily rent out their trailer Mm -hmm. to people who want to temporarily use a trailer for the week or the weekend or a couple exactly. weeks. So whenever they're not using it, they can rent it out and earn a little bit of money on it. And this website just handles the transaction the same way that Airbnb does. So they provide insurance. Um, so we had insurance, you know, if we got in a car accident or if um, they even had roadside assistance. So if we got a flat tire or something wasn't working, um, the, the website Outdoorsy would help with that. And then of course they facilitated the financial transactions. So we knew that our money was safe and the people renting the trailer out knew that they were going to receive their payment. Um, So it also works the same way that there are tons of pictures. Mm -hmm. So you could sort through all the different trailers and try to find the one that you think would be best for your trip. Um, so we found somebody who lives not that far from us, actually. She found my doppelganger. All right, oh, just come out and right. tell the whole story. Just oh tell the whole gosh. story. <laughs> it was crazy. So, uh, yeah, I found one, and we we scheduled it. And so we picked it up the night before we were ready to leave, and we get there. And CJ's doppelganger comes out of the house, and he's like, hey, you're here to, like, rent my trailer? Yeah. And CJ, he couldn't talk. He was like. I was like, you, I'm, I'm looking at a mirror right now. <laughs> It was hilarious. I secretly took a picture so that I could show other people that <laughs> they looked exactly the same. Yeah, it's pretty but funny. it was a totally smooth transaction. He um, he provided the hitch so that we could mm-hmm. hook it up to the truck, and then he gave us a quick tour, showed us all the buttons and the bells and whistles. And I watched, as I do, I, I did a ton of research, and I watched mm-hmm. lots of YouTube videos on how to set up a trailer so that we would be ready. Yeah, and I have tr- I've towed a lot. Yes. I've towed a lot of trailers, so I was comfortable with the towing part and the driving part, but I just, like, didn't know, like, how do you flush out the toilet and the black water and the gray water and, mm-hmm. like, how does 
uh, yeah, like how do you turn on the gas for the gas-powered refrigerator and like, uh, like weird things like that, yeah. Yeah, so together we figured it out um, and through videos and blogs and whatever, I also researched like what to bring. Mm-hmm. I wasn't at the time fully confident that the fridge would be running yeah. the whole time we were traveling, right. so I didn't know if I could stock that. Turns out it is. Yeah. Uh, did it, that run on the propane? It did, yeah, it, it did. did. So we just left the propane on the whole time? Um, I think we turned it on. I don't remember. I don't remember. But like, I think one really important takeaway is that it's not that scary and everyone can figure it out. Like you should just, if you're worried about not knowing how to do the right thing, just do it, just Mm -hmm. bite it off. And then like, as you're going, you can just Google or like YouTube different like little things. There's so much content out there to help you. On top of that, like the person we rented it from was like, call me, text me, anything you need. Yeah. I'll tell you how to flush the toilet or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, we got it and we decided to go to the beach. Mm -hmm. We really wanted to see the beach. Um, and so we ended up staying at a KOA in Watsonville, Yep. which was right between Santa Cruz and Monterey, would you say? Um, yes. Yeah. And, um, that was our first time, obviously, since Mm -hmm. we had never done this before staying at a KOA. Uh, what were your thoughts about it? I thought that it was super convenient because like you can just pull up. Back in, they had the hookups, they had the water hookup, they had the sewer hookup. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the sewer clean out, they had... I think they even had cable TV. They even had cable, yeah. They had like everything that you could want, including like the fire pit, the like they had a picnic table that you could eat on. They had like everything that you would need to go for like probably a week. I would say we could probably last a week. And they had showers, like they had showers right. built into the campsite. So and, like, the, the KOA and, was a blend of different trailer spots yeah and also cabins and tent spots right and tent spots yeah so because there were cabins and tent spots there were bathrooms Mm -hmm. and uh showers and also like i feel like koas they were created so that you don't go anywhere outside of the KOA campground. Mm-hmm. They try to keep it entertaining enough that you could stay there and do stuff. Right. Like there was a pool and there was a playground and every night they had different events going on. Granted, they were all like COVID, COVID restricted. So like certain things were closed. Yeah. And at the time we were still feeling very cautious. So yeah. we didn't feel comfortable participating in any of those things. But in non-pandemic times, it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. that it's so family-friendly. Yeah, totally. Very much so. I think it was almost too family-friendly because there were kids. There was an insane number of kids. Everywhere, uh, which wasn't a problem except for when you're trying to back up your trailer into your Run over the kid. (laughs) Watch your toes. (laughs) Yeah. Watch your toes, kid. Um, So it, it was a really good first experience in terms of campground. Yeah. I thought. Um, The only thing that was really tough was that the campgrounds were really close together. So close. You were packed in there. So close. And so when we go to bed at 830 at night. And the neighbor is smoking smoking and joking with his homies until 3 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Right outside your window. Yeah. Not even. I I guess it was. It was like you could reach out the window and tap this guy on the head. Yeah. I mean, they're just so close. And so he wasn't like talking ridiculously loud but he was probably two feet away from me yeah and so i had a really hard time sleeping the first night and 
a little bit of the second night as well. So I could see why maybe you wouldn't pick a place like that um, mm-hmm. if you want to have some quiet. You know, you really want to get into the yeah. wilderness. But I'm not a wilderness girl, so I had to suck it up because. <laughs> yeah. Let's just pick, your, pick your poison, lady. <laughs> yeah, pick totally. Pick your poison. But it was so great having a small kitchen mm-hmm. and it was easy to make all of our meals. Um, and I loved that we did a trailer. So anywhere we wanted to go, we just disconnected the truck. Yeah. I mean, like as soon as we got there, we parked the trailer and then disconnected the truck and then like did everything. We did all of our like day trips mm-hmm. to Monterey or to wherever, Santa Cruz, um, just in the truck. And the trailer was parked at the KOA, locked up and safe. And mm-hmm. we didn't have to move it at all until we were ready to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked that. We got to check out this awesome beach. Oh my gosh. It was gorgeous. We, again, we were there in October, but the weather happened to be warm enough that we could spend the full day at the beach. We didn't even plan to, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think we had brought hardly anything with us, but we got there and it was so gorgeous and it was empty. Yeah. There was no one there. So beautiful. So that was a great experience. That was so nice. And we also went down to Monterey Mm -hmm. and walked around there again. Like we, at that point we had never we had not eaten at a restaurant during the pandemic. Yeah. And so we had our first experience eating outside at a restaurant. Yep. And it went really well, I felt mm-hmm. like. I mean, you can't complain about an ocean view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was great. And then on another day, we went to Santa Cruz and rode bikes. I remember feeling like that was too crowded. Yeah. It S- felt, yeah, Santa Cruz was pretty crowded. It felt really uncomfortable to me. So we didn't spend too much time there. Um so, yeah, overall, it went really well. Yeah. I don't think we'd do it again, though. I don't think so. But you know what? There's a couple of adjustments I would I would recommend. If people are interested in trying this out, number one, consider renting a trailer closer to your destination. Okay. So, like, go on Outdoorsy. If you're going to go to Watsonville, go on Outdoorsy and, like, look around Watsonville mm-hmm. for people who are renting out their trailers. And then just, like, drive there without the trailer mm-hmm. and then pick up the trailer, drive it to wherever you're going to stay. Like okay. not too far away, stay the night and then drop the trailer off and then drive home. Okay. I could I could see why you would do that because it did it took us longer to drive to Watsonville from Reno yeah. than it normally would have because we had this massive trailer behind yes. us. Yeah. However, we filled that thing like we had to bring all of our bed linen. Yeah. And we brought all of our food for a few days. So I don't know how we would have packed all of that stuff. It would have yeah, it would have had to take a lot more care and packing yeah like the remember the truck bed was like bikes it was like all yes, bikes and exactly stuff and, tra- like we, and wagons and yeah we would have had to it would have been a, a little bit more difficult i think had we not brought the trailer with us because yeah. again we were in pandemic times and so maybe they would have provided linen but i told him not to yeah i was like i'll provide all of our own linen right. I, don't, I don't want to wonder whether or not it's been washed i'll just yeah. so we had we had a lot of stuff yeah it also was super nice to just like have in COVID times, again, to have your own bathroom. Yes. Where you just, like, pull over on the side of the road and then, like, go to the back of the, you know, go yeah. in the trailer. If the kids need to go to the bathroom or whatever, you've got, like, yeah. all the amenities rolling with you. You don't have to go f- find yeah. some. But to your point, like, it would take you less time to travel somewhere and yeah. it would cost less money because we did go through a lot of gas. Yeah. So, yeah. So the gas, the wear and tear on the truck, mm-hmm. the, like, the stress involved with, like, oh, am I going to screw this guy's trailer up? Mm-hmm. Am I going to, like, you know, get a flat tire? Like, all of that stuff decreases if you rent the trailer closer to the destination. Yeah. Um, but 
I would also say that like the price at the end of the day was pretty close to what staying in an Airbnb would be like. Well, for the trailer, yes. I think the trailer was maybe like 120 a night. Okay. So to me, that was really affordable for a family of four. Yeah. Um, however, the KOA, because mm-hmm. we were in, I think because we were in pandemic times, everybody was camping because everybody felt like camping was the safe Safer. thing to do. Yeah. And so supply and demand, the... Yeah. KOA was up to $150 a night. So when you take that on top of how much the camper was costing us, I mean, we could have probably got a really, really nice Airbnb yeah, for yeah. $250. And I think that's why we say, like, we probably wouldn't do it again because although the experience was a lot of fun, we're not planning to buy a trailer. Right. And I've, I guess if we owned one, then maybe we would enjoy it, but... That's just not in the cards for us. We have nowhere to store it, really, and it's a a lot of maintenance. Um, So it was a really, really great experience. Yes, it was. We just won't do it again. We won't. (laughs) At least not (laughs) not until we, I don't know, have more land or have a different, like, I don't know. Like, I think if we had had a bunch of land Mm -hmm. and we had somewhere to park it, then we could rent it out on our outdoorsy. Right, you did think about that. when we want to use it, then we use it. It just, I've heard that they, they break so easily. Oh, really? Yeah. Like when I, I was doing my research, I asked a friend, I was like, okay, you know, we're going to rent this trailer. Do you have any advice? And she was like, just know that it's going to break. Something is going to break. (laughs) Like it just happens and that's just the way it is. And it's okay. Just expect it. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) thankfully nothing, actually something did break, but it didn't really hurt our trip. The taillight wasn't working. Oh yeah. And the guy, when we returned it said, oh yeah, that happens all the time. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I got to change that again. So I don't want to be responsible for somebody else is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think that I would want to rent it out. Okay. Stick to, stick to Airbnbs, I think. Cool. So travel, that was our experience. Our one experience traveling during Mm -hmm. COVID was this trailer trip. Mm -hmm. Um, what, are there any other thoughts that you have for folks who are traveling during COVID? Just like things to consider? Well, I think it's so it's way different now than yeah. than it was. Um, I mean, I've since then I have flown on an airplane and it really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, Do you think that you're gonna have to like show a vaccine card or something to be able to get on an airplane soon? Not domestically, but probably internationally. You think so? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I've already I've already heard talk about it. Okay. That's a whole nother podcast. Whole nother podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so that's, I think that, is that the only traveling we did? That's the only traveling we've done so the whole crazy. time. Yeah. One little weekend I trip in a trailer. Jonesing. I know. We've got it. We've got another book, another trip planned soon. So just Nicole and I are going to go stay in an Airbnb. Similar situation, but Airbnb instead of a trailer. This yeah. Time. I, I really enjoyed the trip. Uh, so much like in terms of like seeing the ocean and it wasn't too far away so we're pretty much doing the exact same thing to celebrate our anniversary yeah but this time we're just getting an airbnb and we're not bringing the kids it has ocean view Mm -hmm. and a hot tub i really am keeping my fingers crossed that the hot tub does not break before we get there (laughs) because i am looking forward to it couple weekends huh couple weekends away yes so yes cool Well, not bad, right? Not bad. (laughs) All right, we're back. We're back in action, folks. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Um, We love you. We appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you next time. Hopefully it's uh, shorter than a year between episodes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.